Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Eric Bilstad along with Mike Spalding, Debbie Lazga's got your traffic. Adam Roberts in the newsroom. Brandon Snide is changing his hats today. Our sports guy is producing the program today. Because Greg Pancake Hill is now a father. He is now officially a daddy. We told you it was going to happen, and it did. Uh, A brand new baby boy born yesterday afternoon. So congratulations to Steph and to Greg. Uh, Greg tells us that all is well. Baby is phenomenal. He called his wife a, quote, badass. So Steph is doing great. Uh, We'll let him, you know, when he's ready to make an announcement on a name and all that stuff, we'll let him do that. Um, Maybe try to get him on the program and one day this week, but obviously baby's not even 24 hours old yet, so <laughs> we'll, we'll give them the day before we bother them. Uh, and Vince Vetrano is back tomorrow, so Vince, uh, I can report, is back in Wisconsin. That's like a 13 to 14 hour trip from New York to, to Wisconsin, so I uh, came back yesterday late uh, so he'll be back on the air with us tomorrow. But uh, he was in New York City, of course, to drop his uh, his firstborn off at college. So I'm sure he's got plenty to share on how that went. But glad to know that he's made it back home and that uh, they are now living with just two in the house instead of three. I know that's an adjustment. Uh, lots to get to today. It's 7.13 right now. We'll have our week ahead. What all can we expect in the coming days? We'll do that later this hour. Plus, of course, your Brewers, super hot, red hot. They now head to Chicago. So we're going to run all those specs. We'll get you all the details of what happens next. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! All right, let's get to it. The week ahead, what can we expect? What news will you see? I have a couple of things that are going to take place today. A judge overseeing former President Donald Trump's federal election interference case is expected to set a trial date. Now, we'll see if this all gets determined. Everything always seems to get pushed back or moved around. Special Counsel Jack Smith pushing for a trial to start on January 2nd. That'd be days before the anniversary, of course, of the Capitol insurrection. The defense team for Trump, meanwhile, hoping to delay his day in court, as well as his other cases, until after the November 2024 election. Trump won't be in, uh, at that hearing today. He's not required to be there. Meanwhile, in Georgia, the DA there laying out the first details of her anti-racketeering case against the former president. Uh, also against Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, who is pushing to move his case to federal court. Today's also the 60th anniversary of the historic March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. Best remembered today for the Dr. Martin Luther King's iconic I Have a Dream speech. Today was the day 60 years ago. Also this week, tomorrow, the top elections official here in Wisconsin, Megan Wolf. She will not testify at a Senate committee hearing on her reappointment. She's going to lean on a letter from the state attorney general that says lawmakers have no authority to force a vote on firing her. So they're going to meet tomorrow. She is not going to testify there. She does not believe she needs to be there. Wednesday, Mike, grab the bug spray, head outside. A super blue moon will take place. All right. Super blue moon. Not regular blue. No. Super blue. Yes, so the supermoon will appear to be even closer than the full moon at the beginning of the month. See, we already had a a full moon this month, so now we have the blue moon. It's not actually blue in color. The term signifies a second full moon within a single month. So we have the super blue moon because it's going to appear even closer than the last. This is the last of the four consecutive supermoons this year. There's one more. 
Uh, Harvest Moon is September 28th, so we still got a couple of more. That's the orange one, right? The Harvest Moon? Is that the, the big orange one? I get them mixed up. There's also like the Sturgeon Moon. Sure. There's Crazy Eights Moon. Corn Moon. Corn Moon. <laughs> There's no Corn Moon. Yes, the po- Pocahontas sings about it oh. in the movie. <laughs> I apologize. I've not seen the that blue movie corn recently. Moon. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, well, Corn Moon hasn't happened yet either. Tonight <laughs> or this Wednesday, it'll be Super Blue Moon, 8.30 Central Time. That's when you can expect it at its peak. So hopefully by then it's dark enough and you can catch it here. In sports, huge series today for the Brewers and Cubs. The crew could really take hold of the division if they can take this series. So three against the Cubs starting today at Wrigley Field. Brewers lead the NL Central by four games. I knew summer was winding down because I started to see the tweets this weekend of magic numbers. Like the Brewers magic numbers. 29, Brandon, 29, 28, something along those lines. It was just like... All right, the countdown is beginning. Also, uh, speaking of counting down, they're going to start cutting some uh, teams and teammates. Packers making their roster cuts. All the NFL teams making their roster cuts tomorrow. In theaters, I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't even know if I knew these movies existed. Denzel Washington returns to the big screen as former government assassin Robert McCall, a.k.a. The Equalizer. Are you aware of the Equalizer? I'm aware. I did not. I was not. I was aware of Equalizer number one. I was not aware of Equalizer number two or three. I'm a little embarrassed that I did not realize this. It's the third and final chapter of the franchise. He's now retired and living in a peaceful Italian village, but of course, chaos ensues. Equalizer three opens on Friday. You'd like it. You'd I'd like it. Like, like, like Denzel Washington. It's one of those where you can like pop it on. You're doing other things yeah. around the house. You come back. You're shooting people. You leave. You come back. You know, you shoot people again. What's with our actors being like our politicians? We can't find new, younger generation actors and politicians. We always have these. I mean, Denzel's getting up there. He's still playing an action-packed guy. Good well, for him, once though. you're I, an I assassin, like, you don't forget how to assassin. True. I do like Denzel. So, okay, Equalizer 3 coming out Friday. sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Eight in a row, and now you play three against the second-place team. The Cubs are four games back. Joining us now for Brewers 360, Sophia Minnert. Good morning, Sophia. Boy, here we go. This is why you play baseball for a series that we have coming up starting tonight. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, you know, obviously the Brewers are hot. This is probably the best baseball that they've, you know, played as a team um, all season. And, you know, the Cubs are, are playing really well, too. They're, they're coming off of a series win against Pittsburgh. They've won seven of their last ten. So, um, they're, yeah, they're four games back, as you said. So, uh, these teams are going to play each other three times here at Wrigley and then the, the final series of the regular season at home in Milwaukee. So, six games left between these two. Sophia, what's the vibe like around the clubhouse right now? I can imagine everyone's uh, riding high, but as you mentioned, there's a huge series against the Cubs coming up uh, what, today. Yeah, I think it, I think they just see it as a great opportunity. Like nothing's going to be decided this week. Um, I think it's just a chance to add, you know, more separation in the standings. They already have the 43 season advantage. Um, very similar to what we've talked about with the Cincinnati Reds, is like securing that season series tiebreaker can be really impactful. Uh, you know, down the stretch here as we get into September. So. Yeah, I think they're they're having fun. Um, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. I think just what the offense is doing has been a huge boost for everybody. Um, they're still playing, you know, they're still pitching really well, and and the defense has been there. So it just feels like it's 
kind of all coming together right now. Speaking of the pitching, Adrian Hauser got yanked after a couple of innings because of discomfort in his elbow. Uh, what do we know about his uh, prognostication? How is he going to look? Yeah, I think, you know, these next few days will be pretty big for him. It was just kind of like some elbow swelling slash tightness for him. So obviously any time that the elbow is involved, you're going to be just extremely cautious. And he's had Tommy John in the past as a prospect. So um, I, I think they thought it was relatively minor, but how he feels today, how his throwing goes the next few days will determine, um, you know, if he if he's able to make his next start, if they need to skip him, any IL time. So I'm not, I'm not sure we have all the information yet. Brewers 360, Sophia Minner joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Over the weekend, Mark Atanasio spoke and addressed a couple of um, different issues that are lingering, one of them being Craig Council's contract. And he, he said he had a gajillion reasons why they want Council back, but they ain't going to discuss that until after the season. Yeah, that's been their stance all season long. I mean, Craig has made that pretty clear going back to the offseason and at spring training. Um, we have not talked about it really at all um, during the regular season. We're obviously all aware of what the circumstances are, but it, it truly is um, ultimately Craig's decision. It should be his alone. And uh, he has the support of everybody in the organization. Uh, you know, Mark Adonacio, Matt Arnold, the front office, they've all said as much. They've been very consistent on that, that uh, obviously they'd all love to have Craig back. Uh, everyone believes he's probably the best manager in the game. Obviously, his success here speaks for itself. So, um, but you know, Craig will decide kind of how he feels and what he wants to do uh, when, hopefully, hopefully not for a while. Um, hopefully, when the season's over. Sophia, do you try to figure out where to position yourself when you're doing those end of game interviews and make sure you don't get hit by the Gatorade? It's always just keep your eye on Willie Adamas. <laughs> that's that's just the key to the whole thing. As long as you know where Willie is. Um, then, then normally you're able to avoid it. So he's, he's been doing it earlier, which makes my job a little easier. Um, so, yeah, it's, but, and hey, it's been, it's been fun. And I think what's been cool about this winning streak is it's been a lot of different players. Uh, it's not just been one guy. So that's, that's always a good sign. Good stuff. We get back at it tonight. Big series against the Cubs. Thank you, Sophia. Appreciate it. All right, have a great day. Sophia Minard for Brewers 360 right here on WTMJ. Tausch is next at 749. Ready, hut, hut. Idea man. You go somewhere where you don't know and you don't really study much. Just kind of assume that everything is smaller. And then you realize the distance is the same here as it is in the U.S., even though it's metric and everything else. Innovative. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. And in this case, I don't know if I'd say it was bliss, but I was definitely ignorant. And Packers Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the well open done. for tomorrow. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Tausch also sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. So went to the game on Saturday, Tausch, like we talked about. It was great. It was a good game. It was intense. It was exciting. But then something something happened in the second quarter that I wasn't expecting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I, two things happened that I wasn't expecting. So Love was done. Jordan Love was done for the day. And their backup was in Clifford or whatever. And uh, the wave started. So that surprised me that it was only the second quarter. <laughs> like we're already waving, if you will. And then the PA guy, as he's done before, scolded everybody, said, hey... Come on, guys, fans, please. 
Silence is golden. Silence is golden. Stop doing the wave, please. Men at work on the field. So they poured water on it, and everyone was kind of like, oh, no. Then we all sat on our hands for a little bit. Yeah, this has been something now for quite a while, and I don't remember it as much with Favre, but I know Aaron Rodgers, uh, it drove him nuts because you go on the road. and You know, Lambeau, I think before the expansion and that south end zone closed up, uh, it wasn't the loudest place. I mean, the fans, obviously, it's great, but the acoustics and just how everything was built up, uh, yeah. it w- it wasn't as loud as the Metrodome or you go to Seattle. And I think for you know for me as an O-lineman, it is always such a distinct disadvantage when you go on the road and you can't hear the snap count. You can't audible plays when you're up in the Metrodome or when the Pontiac Silverdome was really humming uh, against Seattle, Kansas, some of these places. And now Green Bay does all this where they build the, you know, they add the stadium on, and now you're up there. It is loud. Fans get crazy. So on offense, you want, and Peyton Manning was at the old RCA Dome. He had the Indianapolis crowd down where you could hear a pin drop, yeah. where he's audibling it to get to Edger and James, and he could call plays. And it always drove Aaron nuts. And I can remember we'd be getting down to score, and it would be really loud down on the goal lines. And I can remember a couple times flapping my birds, saying, keep it down. I think <laughs> fans want to help their team win. You said flapping the your wave, birds. Yeah, well, flapping my birds. You know, Peyton does this and for anyone on the video. He try to say, hey, you can get as excited as you want. Let's do it after we score a touchdown. Let's not do it so we get a false start or something. Because Seattle keeps track of their false starts caused, and we don't want to be a team where we're uh, putting up, hey, great job, you're causing false starts for your own home team. <laughs> that was always the frustrating part, I think, for a lot of us. And I think Bill Jarts, who does all the announcing, yep. I, I, Matt LaFleur has made it abundantly clear he doesn't want this either. He said that from the get-go, and I think it's preseason. You're going to make mistakes. People love doing the wave because Bill said there's some people that are saying, well, what the heck's even – what are you even doing a wave for? It's dumb. People love doing the wave. It's entertaining. It gets them involved in the crowd. Sure. I think the deal is we need to make it. We're going to do the wave. Coming into the you know the second quarter, whenever it is, when the defense is on the field, this is your allotted time to do the wave. So everybody can still do the wave, and the Packers offense doesn't have to deal with it. Bill Jarts doesn't have to yell at you and your kid <laughs> to tell you to shut her down so that the offense can function. I think that's what we need to do here. So are we putting Jarts in a bad spot? Is he just unfortunately like the middle manager here so. where he has to like be yes. – he yeah. sighs. And I agree. Uh, okay, I got to say it, so Matt hears me. <laughs> Silence is golden. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely putting Jartsy. And Bill's done it for a long time. Now, I don't know how many years he's done it, but he has got – he's that high energy. Mm-hmm. You think Bill Jarts wants to tell people to shut up <laughs> and to keep it down? Bill Jarts is sitting there ready to get people cranked up. So – I think we all have to kind of come to grips with this. And, you know, I, I don't know of any Packer fan that comes into Lambeau Field and says, I want to do something to hurt our team. I'll boo if it's if we stink, but I want to have a great time, and I want to be a part of helping our team win. A thousand percent agree with you, Tosh, but I was surprised at how many people there were put off by it. 
that were put off by well, being told not to do the waves. Uh, you know, hey, we're we're paying fifteen bucks for a beer. Like, what do you? Well, maybe uh, give us a little bit of a discount, and we'll stop cheering. Yeah, but, it just seemed like it's, yeah. Nobody is saying don't do the wave. They're saying do the wave when the defense is on the field. Don't do the wave when Jordan Love or Sean Clifford are up there audibling and trying to do it. That's all we're doing, and I think. Every fan that I know wants to come in and say, you know what, can you believe we got them to jump on that third and 10, turn it into a third and 15. Next thing you know, Darnell Savage picks a pass off and takes it back because the ball has to come out a little quicker. All of that's going on. So uh, it did put Jartsy in a bad spot, but luckily – you know, he's got thick skin. My favorite part from Jarts uh, on that game was when he said, release the hounds. He yelled that. He's like, okay, now <laughs> the defense is on the field. Now you can go. Release the hounds. And we were all like, yeah. All, right. all nice and quiet again. But it, So you guys, you took that calm down, silence is golden, and you let that affect you the rest of the way. Is that what <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I'm with you. I do appreciate getting loud and stuff, but I also I understand what's happening on the field. However, I will say this, that it did. The crowd is... You know, weird like that. Obviously, it's preseason and whatnot, but uh, they'll be yeah. back at it. They'll be in. They'll be in uh, regular season form here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, like a month before yeah. we see them up here, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And then we'll forget everything we learned. We'll be doing yes, the wave. We will. All right, I'll talk again tomorrow. <laughs>